Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 7 of Relationships, Accountability, and Consequences. The subtopic to be discussed is abandonment and acceptance. The topic of relationships is a lifelong lesson. Just remember, it's not how you start, but how you finish. I want you to enjoy the journey of life. Often, we rush to reach a destination, and once you arrive, it doesn't meet your expectations. Do you really know who you are? Do you know what you want? I know that you may have been hurt from the past, but it is time to let it go. You don't have to forget the past or the trauma, but learn from it. What lessons were learned from the trauma? What resolutions can be put in place to prohibit the behavior from reoccurring? When or if you are a child, some circumstances are beyond your control. But once you can take care of yourself, I urge you to do the work and heal the brokenness that has occurred throughout your life. You are special, loved, worthy, and enough. Be accountable for your happiness for the rest of your life. This is your life, and I want you to smile from the inside out. I used to cry often. Um, For those of you that don't know, my mother is deceased. And the... um, and uh, my only biological parent I have that's still living is my father. And I was blessed to have a great stepmother, which is just awesome. But I didn't know that abandonment was haunting my life. Every decision that I was making was based on issues that stemmed from abandonment. Aman- abandonment can stem from the loss of someone you love. The individual or individuals can be alive or dead. It gave me anxiety and insomnia. I had to recognize that I can't control the actions of anyone but myself. I had to face the fact that my expectations of what love is and how it should feel aren't always reciprocated. I also had to accept that Just as we are born, we die. So we must make the most of the time that God has given us on earth. And trust and believe me, it took me years, especially after losing my mom, for me to really accept that. You know, I don't think people understand the weight that grief has. And you never stop missing those persons. You just don't. And literally when my mother had passed away, I felt like a part of me had went into the grave with her. It's like she it's like I felt like a part of my soul was torn from me literally when she died, especially as I watched her casket, you know, get lowered into her vault. But I didn't realize I was still dealing with brokenness inside, you know, things that my mom and I had um experienced you know we we made amends before we before she died and I spoke about this before and you know in the end my mom was my best friend and I was so mad at God for like seven years I was so mad at God but it's a part of life 
My mother prepared me for a death, but at the same time, it was just still, I didn't want to face it. And then I wasn't really close to my father like that, but now my dad is my best friend. So I had to really, really, really dig into forgiveness, you know, from my mother, from my father, so that I could honestly have healthy relationships with people that I love. I didn't know that abandonment haunted my life that much. Every decision that I was making was based on issues that stemmed, again, from abandonment. Every single thing. Unfortunately, generational pain has been handed down throughout many families. You know, with with my family, the women are always raised to be strong, strong, strong. And sometimes when they're raised to be strong like that, it doesn't always, you know, make a woman as nurturing or as soft as other women may be. And, you know, and you raise your daughters to be strong and hard and stuff like that. And, you know, it's okay to hug your kids. But I get it. I get it. Some people only have a pint size of love. Some have a cup of love. Some have a pitcher. And you don't know what a person may have been going through at that time. And they may be giving you all the love that they have to give because they're fighting through whatever they're going through. So we can't always look at it as, we just can't look at it tunnel, like with tunnel vision. You've got to look at, look through the windshield, look at the whole picture, the whole picture. But getting back to what I was saying, generational pain has been handed down throughout many families. For example, you can live in a one or two parent home. But if your parents have never healed from the trauma of their childhood, it could have a negative effect on the relationship that your parents or parent may have with you. I had to learn that I have an overflow of love in my heart for humanity. God pours the love in me and I want to share it. You can call me a care bear, but that's just me. You know. I look at life, especially when it comes to humanity, and this is how I taught my children about diversity. I said, look at a box of Crayola crayons. And they was like, okay, mommy, this is when they were younger. And I said, what do you see? They said, they're all crayons. I said, what else do you see? They said, they're all different colors, but they're all the same size. I said, yes, that's correct. I said, are they all equally important? They said, yes, ma'am. I said, good. So then I show them broken crayons and then I'll say what's wrong with the crayons and they say well they're still all crayons but they're all different colors shapes and sizes I said okay can you still use them yes ma'am I said good I said so what does that mean and one of my babies said it means everything Every crayon still has a purpose. And every crayon 
can help make life beautiful. Because life is like a painting. And so, you know, my children appreciate humanity and diversity. You know, and unfortunately, you know, they've had their own challenges. You know, especially having a mother of African-American descent and having a father that is of European-Irish descent, you know, or Caucasian. I'll just say that because we both have a rich genetic pool. And that's going to be another podcast. We're going to talk about interracial, um, interracial marriages, dating, all of that stuff. Because it's not always easy. But getting back, you know, just recentering and refocusing on the fact that God pours the love in me. I don't have to come on here and do these podcasts. I mean, I'm doing this for free. I just genuinely want to help people. And I want you to survive because I know you can. Whoever you are that's listening. I had a choice to either allow my life circumstances to make me bitter or transform me into a phoenix that rises from the ashes. What was meant to destroy me turned me into a warrior. I had to learn to set boundaries and only give from my overflow of love because I was loving people so much that I was depleting myself. And what I found out is I didn't always love myself. And so I was overcompensating for that by loving other people. I thought I was a mistake and unworthy of God's love. Now that I'm healed, those feelings were born. I realized that those feelings were born from the relationships with various family members. A child is innocent, but being exposed to abuse, lack of lack of healthy co-parenting, quality time from those that mattered the most to me left me feeling empty, scared, and afraid. As I stated in previous episodes, I had to decide to become the predator or remain prey. I am a fighter and I wanted to live. It took me a long time to realize that I had to love all of me at every stage of life for me to heal. A lot of times when people be like, I'm on my healing journey, this, that, and the other, they forget that there's parts of them that have been suppressed because it's been so painful. But you've got to unlock that. You really, really do. I had to accept that harmful and hurtful things that happened to me. But I survived. I survived. And now I'm thriving. And I am able to help you too. If you're ready. If you are seriously ready to let go of the pain. Because pain in itself can be addicting too. I'm the only person strong enough to travel my life's journey. Now I embrace it all. And I don't mind giving toxic people the gift of goodbye. 
real quick. I can truly say that if I have God, I have all the love that I will ever need. Everyone outside of God is a love bonus. Not out here desperate for someone to see me or marry me or do this, do that. My dad calls me a runaway bride, but I know what marriage means. That's why I've never done it. I will eventually, but one step at a time. As a result of abandonment haunting my life, my foundation for relationships with people was unstable. I was pouring so much love into others and was breaking my own heart. I desperately wanted them to reciprocate that love for me. At one point, I gave so much of myself that I lost sight of who I was. God spoke to my heart and I forgave everyone and everything that had hurt me. I stopped pouring into them and redirected that love into me. September is Suicide Awareness Month. So with that being said, I am going to share something with you all. That's pretty, you know, pretty intimate. But I've overcome it, so it doesn't matter. But I had to fight hard because abandonment caused such a deep depression in my life that I almost ended my life. I was suffering in silence with emptiness syndrome. And people, you may not think that emptiness syndrome is real, but let me tell y'all something. Check on people that have had children and families and now they're by themselves. Check on them. Check on the strong people, okay? Make sure they're okay too. My children are adults now. And the hardest thing I ever had to do is watch them grow up and experience life without me. For 25 years of my life, they were my sole purpose for everything. I didn't want to be rich. I just wanted to love them unconditionally. I almost aborted my first son, but I thank God that I decided against it. I am in love with my children. Their love for me healed me from the inside out. I needed them more than they needed me. Unlike other parents, I have a relationship with my children. This doesn't mean that it is perfect, but it is healthy, full of love, honor, and respect for each other. But parents, you've got to remember something. A relationship is, it goes both ways. You have to pick up the phone to call your kids too. You've got to put in the effort to remind them that they are important and sometimes even if they don't say that they're going through something still send them a text of encouragement because they need you your adult children need you because they're getting hit with the reality that life is not as easy as it looks on social media you got real world issues that you deal with Social media, anyone could gaslight and make their life look better than what it is. But I teach my children to always be real and authentic. There's no better version of them than them being themselves. And they are God's perfect, imperfect creatures. Or people. However the case, or creations, that's a better way of saying it. And I tell them all the time, success is not defined by a degree, but by the goals 
that you set for yourself in a particular day. Many people may disagree, but you don't have the past and you definitely don't have the future. All you have is the present and you can drop dead at any second. So if your day was consisted of you just relaxing, taking care of your mental health, eating some cereal, drinking some wine, whatever you choose to do for yourself for that day, and you've accomplished all of those things, then you are successful. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. We've got to stop overthinking life, guys. Because time is like, it's ticking away. Don't let it get away from you. Enjoy the journey. Yeah, I get it. It may be tough sometimes. It may be tough. But at least you're here. Because a rich man and a poor man have the same destination. You both die. Neither of you can escape death. Both of you are going to either be in the ground or you're going to be cremated. These days people get stuffed. I don't and memorialized. That's kind of creepy for me. But there's different ways of how people are, you know, wanting it, wanting their bodies uh, disposed of. But anyways, in conclusion, abandonment issues caused me to make wrong choices. I was pregnant at 17, stayed in toxic relationships too long. I was a people pleaser, etc. It escalated during my fight with emptiness syndrome. And would have taken my life. During this time, I realized that all the emotions that I suppressed as a child unleashed and became a boogeyman in the closet. Once I became closer to God, I was able to turn on a light in my life. And no longer was I haunted by the darkness. Abandonment feels like life betrayed you and can make you angry bitter and so many other negative feelings are associated with abandonment it, it clouds your thought process it'll make you feel like you're the black sheep it'll make you feel like you're the odd man out and and the more negative you become the more depressed you become so let's turn that around people we got to I want to let you know that I I get it. I get it, y'all. I promise you I get it. I understand. But I want to remind you that you are so powerful. You are. But I need you to believe that. And I know what I'm getting ready to tell you next is going to be scary. But if you want to truly be healed, you're going to have to do this. You got to do this for you, not for anybody else, but for you. I need you to unlock your mind and find every version of yourself that has felt abandoned and betrayed. I want you to embrace all of you. Don't let the boogeyman of abandonment control your life any longer. Accept it. Accept it. All of the, even the broken pieces, all of that is you. Take all of that and hug it. Embrace it. Love on it. Let God just pour into you. Get help. You are not crazy. 
you are you are just broken but you can be restored i believe in you i survived are you ready to do the same stop suffering in silence and get real with yourself this world owes you nothing we we were born into sin that's enough said Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, J. Marie Speaks. I'm your host, J. Marie, signing off.